Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. <laughs> this is Big Geek Umar. How are y'all doing today? Good, good. We're, we're a little bit late by a couple seconds, but we good. We got it. We caught it in time. So uh, how you doing, fellas? <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Yeah, just, just, just chilling right now. Looking forward to watching Super Pets tonight. Oh, I didn't tell you guys about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no desire of watching that. I will let you know if it's good or not. No, my my, my partner, we have a niece and nephew over here. She's like, met, texting me. She's like, we should go watch Super Pets. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I yeah, like, that's like, I, I've literally said in this podcast before, the only way I'm watching it is if I watch it with them. <laughs> here we are. So, yeah. Well, enjoy well, that. Or, or, yeah, let us know how it goes on here. Watch I come back and be like, Top five DC. Actually, it could be top five DC. Like it could. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a genuine contender. Like, like if we're going like like all time, no way. But if we're talking about within the DCEU currently, oh my God. the last ten years, within the last ten years, yeah, like since Man oh, of Steel. Like, let, let me let me let, let me just come back and see if I like where I rank it between like the, since Man of Steel <laughs> now, like where where it ranks. If it ranks like top five like top three like oh this is gonna be hilarious actually it's good that you reminded me because like it's, i was noticing we didn't put this in our ranking last week when we were talking about like the like the positive films the few and far between positive films of the dceu one of them being wonder woman i will say that the first wonder woman it it holds up for me so like i would say that's like my number two spot mm. uh not wonder woman three Oh, sorry, Wonder Woman uh, 2, a.k.a. 1984. That one, that's like, I mean, Kill it's it still fire. above. It's still above all the other DCEU stuff, but like, it's like, it's the border. It's literally Not the border. Me. Mm, nah, that shit was terrible. Like, half of it I liked, the other half I didn't like. So like, that's why I call it the border. I like the beginning. And that's Ex- about it. Yeah. The beginning was like 10 minutes, Umar. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant the beginning portion. Nah, nah. Everything else. Trash. <laughs> okay, Fucking okay. Trash. So the first, I would say the first half of that movie, uh, and then and then it just went off the rails, and also it got like randomly geopolitically like insensitive. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that's us just making a correction. Which surprisingly, this topic is a good uh, starting off point for our first thing on our, our agenda. So, do you guys mind if I just like move on forward? Oh, absolutely. Moving on. So, biggest news in the geeky world. <laughs> Let's just say that this episode is going to be predominantly geeky news because a shit, a shit ton of things happened this week. So, um, all right, let's just dive right in. Batgirl. Y'all know what happened with Batgirl. If you didn't, actually, no. Like, even people at work who don't follow, like, superhero stuff, they're like, oh, man, Umar, are you sad about Batgirl? I was like... Well, first of all, I'm glad everyone on Teams knows that I'm the one to go to with that. And second of all, I'm glad everyone's paying attention. But yeah, Batgirl the movie, the live action movie with uh, like basically that, that had actually been finished filming with uh, Leslie Grace, I want to say. Is that right? Is that right? Leslie, right, we'll Google. Leslie Grace or Leslie Jones? <clears throat> I thought it was Leslie Grace. Jones. Grace. Grace, Grace, yeah. Honestly, I was thinking Jones too, and I, I, I wasn't sure if that was me just like thinking of someone else. But Leslie Grace playing the, uh, the character of Barbara Gordon, aka Batgirl, 
with the two directors who uh, <coughs> did the first, who did like Bad Boys 3 and also the first and last episode of Ms. Marvel uh, has been chopped off. Like it has been shelved. It is not going, it's been canceled. Exactly. This was the movie that was going to have uh, our boy Michael Keaton return as Batman again. But also, what actually really hurts for me personally is Brendan Fraser was the main villain. So, like, my man got his comeback taken away again. So, yeah, that 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 stung. That stung. Also, I like you know I I I personally really enjoyed the costume. I don't care about the shoes. But like the rest of the costume, I really like. Only liked. you. <laughs> yeah. You're the only one. I'm not saying I wanted the shoes. I'm just saying that I wasn't against them. I, I'm ambivalent towards them. PC way of I mean, okay. That. To be fair, the original Batman 89, he this man was wearing Nike Air Max, spray painted black. So I don't know if they were trying to do a touch of nostalgia there and, you know, just have her wear Timbaland boots, but eh, the boots weren't working for me. Okay. At least with Nike Air Maxes, they're a little bit more functional to fight crime in. Why are you fighting? How are you fighting crime in in Timbaland boots, bro? That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. So, Tactics, let's just jump to you, actually. What are your thoughts on Batgirl getting canceled? So... I agree with you. I, I, I feel bad for Brendan Fraser because my man needs not to, I wouldn't call this a comeback because I mean, not that I watched the show, but I know Darcy's a big fan of it. Uh, the uh, what's that show where he plays a robot? Uh, Doom Patrol. Doom, yeah, Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even yeah, try. So I, I know... got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I know he's kind of made a resurgence back in, in, in the public eye with that, even though he, I mean, I don't. I, Again, I saw a couple of the episodes from the first season, and I know he kind of appears as himself. So you get to see his face in a couple of episodes, but for the most part, he plays uh, the robot. Um, but who I'm really sorry for is Michael Keaton, because not only did he get screwed over in The Flash, now he's getting screwed over in this. And I know, you know, Michael Keaton has been super excited to, to don the mask, don the cape. We've all been excited. This is, this is a thing we all wanted. Yeah, but even him, because he wanted to do Batman, Batman three, with with Tim Burton, but Tim Burton obviously got fired after doing Batman Returns, and so um, that never ended up happening. So I, he never really got the trilogy that he was hoping for, and so for him to come back years later, the fans wanted it. I know he wanted it. He, you know, on interviews, he always still refers to him as that. He refers to himself as Batman, so you know he's been super excited. Um, and then Leslie Grace, I feel sorry for her because everything was shot, man. Like it was finished, and it just didn't. They also test did well. reshoots. They did reshoots, and I mean, granted, she she's still gonna get paid for the role and everything, but it's just a shame that she put in all this work and then, and then now it's being canned. But after hearing what WB's original or the, what their plan going forward is. It makes sense, and like I said, like you you, you were saying off air, I, I I called it in the sense of I wanted them to basically just copy and paste what Marvel has been doing for the last 
10 or so years, right? And DC has been trying to deviate and do their own thing. And it hasn't been working for them, clearly. So it only makes sense to follow suit. If it's not broke, don't, you know, don't fix it. Like follow, follow what's working. And so it makes sense for them to basically follow the same format as Marvel. And I hope that now they get to get their shit together, clean up shop and start with a 10 year plan, build up to something. You know, if you're going to reboot the entire thing, let's do a Justice League right you know, build to to dark side. Like we haven't seen, like we've seen dark side, but we haven't really seen dark side. And so, <clears throat> you know, literally just build it the way you built Thanos up. You know what I mean? Like have him show up in like different property movies, but like just here and there, he doesn't actually do anything, but he's like an imposing figure throughout multiple franchise or multiple um, movies and then have him be the big bad going forward where they have to form the justice league because they can't take on this threat by themselves. So if that is the plan going forward and that's what they plan to in implement for the next 10 years, then I'm a little bit more, I don't want to say hopeful. I'm, I'm apprehensive. It hurts less. It hurts less. Yes. Let's just, let's just say that. So I, I definitely want DC to win. I like, it doesn't make sense that you have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and you are still failing these characters. It just does not make sense. These are heavy hitters. You, like Justice League should have been a much bigger success than what it was. And just because of poor management and poor direction, it flopped. So I'm hoping that they kind of get their, their self in gear and, and they course correct all the shit that they've pretty much fucked up and are ready to do things right this time. Darcy, thoughts? Uh, yeah, first off, I mean, obviously, share the sentiments of, you know, it sucks for all the, the people involved to, to make something and for it not to come out. Um, but, you know, on the flip side, at what point do you, if you're going to have a plan, like we all want <coughs> DC to have a plan. Like their plan historically has been, let's just see what happens by the end of this year, see how people react, and then we'll figure out what we'll do next year. Oh, also at the same time, we'll also see if our bosses will still be in place because we're just trying to like make money under the table, you know, and like push things over to one period of time or whatever so they can like, you know, steal money. But um, <laughs> I forget what, which executive that was, but he like pushed out I remember, the, release, yeah. the release, right? Just anyways. So the, the, when you when you're inheriting a negative situation that is uh the dc right like nothing that's been brought over from the past um that was already in production is really like in a great place even if like uh shazam and black adam turn out to be the best number one and number two right you know films that we've ever seen it still fundamentally is built around no plan right and so yeah. When you're trying to build a franchise, you need a plan. So when you're coming in and this executive is looking at the situation, Ooh. he has to, oh, those are nice photos. I didn't see these. Um, uh, he's going to have to make a decision of where to cut things off, right? How to move things forward. If you put every film that's in, in production, right, then your plan is extended out into the future and you're going to have the problem that like, well, okay, maybe you lose the the attention of the audience by the time you get around to start rolling out the new plan, right? And then you can't even get their attention. So uh, this film, 
potentially may be a great film. This film may potentially be a garbage film. We don't really know really at the end of the day, but we Agreed. do know that it's part of a make no sense plan, <laughs> right? Like we, it, it's a, it is a Venom film in that it is a character who heavily needs another character to establish it. And yet clearly it's not directly tied to a, a clear Batman arc. Um, so like, where is it going? Right. And how is that going to confuse things more? Um, so I'm glad to see there be a plan, um, kind of set in place that kind of makes me feel like, unless the, the, the only thing I'm kind of curious about at this point, is the plan going to be based around the rock? Is the plan going to be based around Matt Reeves? Definitely the plan can't be based around the Joker because ain't, ain't no way that, ain't no way you're oh, building the universe God. off of that, right? You know, and I'm not saying that like Matt Reeves' Batman <clears throat> really is set up for a franchise. I don't really think that it is. You technically could, but it would be very limited Justice League in that that, that conversation. So yeah. it's probably gonna be based around um uh like the Black Adam character if it's good, or they're just gonna scrap it all and do something brand new, all new characters. But it's unfortunate this guy be cut, but it's at the right place where financially they can write it off as one thing and um, and move the, the, the universe forward. Uh, it just sucks that, you know, we're not going to get to see it. And the end of Flash, we are probably going to get to see. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, like honestly, Darcy, I, I would say I, can, I, I, I agree with both of you. Like, uh, I, I would say that uh, the reason behind, uh, like the official reason I don't really trust. Uh, I don't think that this film. Um... See, the thing is, like they were saying that test screens said that it was irredeemable, but like test screens for DC have like, I mean, didn't they give a standing ovation to a Batman v Superman? So like, I'm not, I, I, whether it's good or bad, I agree with you. I like what you said, Darcy, like whether it's good or bad, we don't know, nor will we ever know. Umar. But, Umar, I, I want to jump in here. I, I, it was a point that you said something that I, I just feel like I, I needs to be said. So in the past, under old DC management, right, over WB and everything like that, it's all been about games and lies, right? You know, yeah. so in the past, they've always been very much like test screenings are good. And you know when you see trailers like from growing up where they'll just show you like amazing action they'll just like quote just the paraphrase smallest coolest <laughs> words and if you read the full quote it's like this film completely sucks the only thing in it is some moments of amazing action right and like, that's <laughs> that's the quote they pull it from so that's like how i interpret the old test screens the fact that if they're saying that like it's irredeemable means that these guys might just be more transparent there's like no this is actually the reviews we're not paraphrasing it right maybe maybe not Regardless, I'm just saying we're actually seeing decisions being made and we're seeing the ugly side of the decisions right now instead of where the old management would just hide everything until the last freaking minute. At least that's how it feels. Yeah. So like, basically what I, I was uh, saying was that I kind of agree with what you were saying earlier, uh, specifically the fact that it could be good, it could be bad. We don't know, nor will we ever know. And I'm sad to see it happen. Like, uh, like uh, with uh, our like our homegirl Courtney here saying, like, you know, Brendan Fraser. We all got the Brendan Fraser love. We're all sad that this is, ha this is happening. So Courtney's like, my first love, Brendan Fraser, still holding out uh, for a big success for him in the the whale. I just want good things for him. Amen. At the same time, I like I really wanted to, to see uh, Michael Keaton come back too, uh, but like, 
I mean, we're still going to get that because the Flash is still like officially going ahead. Um, honestly, uh, I, Darcy, you said this like uh, off uh, off air that like we can't be unhappy with the fact that we're getting what we're getting. Like we've asked for them to start fresh. Good or bad, HBO Max versus uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, whatever you want to call it. Ultimately, it is clear we are starting fresh. We're going to get rid of like Black Adam, Shazam, unfortunately The Flash, and Aquaman 2. And then it's just like, like we'll see where it's going to go from here. And hopefully it's a, like the, their 10-year plan is a good 10-year plan. Now, I... Ah, I just actually okay. Let, let's take this opportunity to move on to the next topic, which is wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Before we okay, before okay. we move on, do you foresee? So what? Let 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 let's say that their their ten year plan is successful at DC and, and WB. Do you foresee a scenario in where there's a campaign akin to? that of um release the Snyder, Snyder cut. cut yeah do you do you do you foresee that happening somewhere in the distant future because right now they're concerned right they're concerned for why they chose to scrap this and not release it is because it was so 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 bad that they don't want to tarnish the brand any more than they already have but let's say that in the 10 years like i said they are successful right they, they they've got a couple movies on like top-notch movies under their belt do you foresee this be like seeing the light of day at any point in time i uh, if i would see this as it would have to be like kind of like what happened with deadpool it's like mm. yo oops oops i i, I leaked it on uh, online on like daily motion or something like that yeah <laughs> and, and everyone's like holy shit this is amazing and then like they'll be like all right, fine. We'll just release it on streaming service. There you go. Hmm. Well, I mean, very similar to Deadpool. As much as they filmed it, it's not done, right? Like yeah. there's still a bunch of money to be spent to finish it. Yeah, they might have spent ninety million. They still got to edit it. I'm sure CGI isn't done, right? There's still extra voiceovering that this has to be done. There's still a lot of money to to, to be spent in this. So you. The thing with the Snyder cut is that, like, we saw a film, it was released, and we also knew that there was a different version of the film, plausibly, and then proven that there was something there. And then they had to still invest like 70, 90 million or whatever to finish the film. This one, yeah, it's more like Deadpool in that, like, you would have to release a, like, the directors either have already pre edited something, right, that looks decent. Or they have to literally steal the footage and then edit something and then leak it to make us go, that looks amazing. But yeah, yeah other than that, it's just like... Because we well, they have a trailer for this thing. Yeah, well, but they have a rough cut because that's what they... I'm, I'm assuming that's what they've shown mm, at the test point. screening, right? And so yeah. I, I, I feel like it would be a scenario similar to... I don't know if you guys remember... Um, uh, what was it? It was uh, X-Men Legends, Wolverine. X-Men Legends where that got leaked and some of the footage was like like the the, the film was CGI really wasn't shot, done but like the CGI wasn't done like the his claws were like still like 
needed to be edited thoroughly. And there was like certain, certain, certain shots that were just off because it wasn't finished yet, but they still, I mean, they didn't release it, but it got leaked. So yeah, I mean, I would, I I would, I would imagine happening. that. Yeah. I would imagine that would yeah. happen. And like, I, I, yeah. I can see someone uh, being like, oops. And yeah. being like part of like the production team. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's also a big risk because those directors probably want to work again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. to be fair, those directors have been getting a lot of love from Marvel. Like Kevin Feige even sent them like, uh, hey, guys, I heard what happened. First of all, one of them got married. So he's like, first of all, congratulations on the marriage. Second of all, we love you. And like, we love what you did for Miss Marvel. And like, I think even James Gunn and uh, Edgar Wright gave love for those guys too so i'm I'm just like everyone involved definitely is uh not looking like chumps right now it's it's definitely a blowback onto the company yeah but um yeah it's not like it just sucks but it, ha- it, ha- because, it, ha- like, it has to it be done ha- if it has to be done it has to be done i want to, like like tax was saying i want dc to do well and there's literally no reason for them to, like you they have actively done everything done harm to dc in the last 10 years so yeah like if they have a 10-year plan and if it's somewhat similar to uh, how marvel set up their stuff except that they actually have full rights to all of their characters then hopefully maybe this will turn out well which is leading into our next topic moving on warner brothers discovery and the Flash. Now, we've already brought up the Flash a couple times already. The main reason is the Flash is still going ahead. Uh, it, from what it sounds like, the Flash is more completed or fully completed as opposed to Batgirl that wasn't fully 100% completed. Like It sounds like Batgirl was like 90%. This is at 100%. Also, it sounds like they put a lot more money into this than they did with Batgirl. Now, problem like the problem here is um, Ezra Miller is still making headlines. Uh, apparently, now he's accused of officially. I think he's officially being charged with child endangerment and uh, abduction, like mild abduction, like uh, the fact that like he's like forming a cult with them in it, and like yeah. It, it, uh, I'm not sure if like the charges are going to stick, but nonetheless, further allegations on those lines have have been made. Like he's still also a fugitive, so right. So that's the movie that's going to be coming out. I wonder how Warner Brothers Discovery is going to like. I'm a little interested in seeing how they're going to spin this when this movie comes out. Like. How are they going to promote this? Are they I, even going to? I, I well, I definitely, I definitely can guarantee you, we're not going to get the usual interview circuit that we normally <laughs> get. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> there is not an insurance company that's willing to pay for the for that 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 racket. I honestly think that they're just going to like drop a trailer here and there and just drop the movie. Right. Like they're just like they're, they're just going to put as minimum amount they can into it. Um, at best, you might get like the directors or a supporting actor doing something. But like, I honestly feel like they like they, they won't even want to go that far. 
It's just going to be put it out and try to recoup the cost. I, I honestly think that like if DC uh, Discovery could can this one financially, I think they would. But they probably are. It's probably been in production so damn long that like they they probably already written certain things off in taxes already that like they can't recoup recoup it that yeah. way. And they're just like, we're stuck. We got to put this thing out. We're just gonna try to pretend like it's a different actor. <laughs> just out of curiosity, would he, would Ezra Miller um, get more money from the sale from like from it being released? Well, that depends on his contract, right? I mean, I'm not in, in the industry, but like you would have the payment that you would have had throughout the production, but then most of the time, I don't think people get um, any royalties off of the sale of the movie unless okay. they, they negotiate that in their contract. And to win that negotiation and get that, you have to be a big build actor. I mean, maybe they potentially could have done it saying he was a big deal from from the justice league film but i don't think that he was a big enough character that he as lawyers would have been able to do that before all the mess like i don't think he he had enough weight like henry cavill yeah you could you could say ben affleck for sure you'd be like well ben affleck's presence definitely earns him like you know five percent of the box office is like net sales right or gross sales right yeah. but ezra miller nobody went to see that movie for ezra miller, ezra miller like you know and yeah, I don't, I don't think he's big enough even after the film for people to be like, oh, yo, I really got to go see his film. So, yeah. T? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, That's yeah, hilarious I don't know. Picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this guy popping up in the news. It's, it's infuriating to me because I was super excited to see this movie. Not because of him. Um, even before all this whole fiasco went down, I was more excited when I heard that Michael Keaton was coming back as Batman. That is what I wanted to see. Uh, never really, he never really sold me as Barry Allen's The Flash. Hell no. So that was always drawing to me, and I always had it more of an attachment to the the TV show version of The Flash, even though the show has gone downhill significantly um grant Gustin's but good. yeah 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 no like the the show is trash but he is amazing like he uh, his portrayal as um barry allen is phenomenal i think he's perfect so um yeah i i, I just don't know where any of this is coming from it seems so out of the blue because he's been in the industry for a while he's he's i mean he hasn't had a major role quite like this but He's done. He's done some stuff. Like he was in that, not the Harry Potter movie, but the other Fantastic Beasts. The other one, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, what um, was Joss Whedon like touching him or some shit? And then he just oh no no went crazy before this is before Justice League. Like he was doing this under the radar. Uh, cause yo, cause this it seems like it's so out of left field, but I guess. You know, he's been keeping it low key, but now that he after the success of him being the Flash, things are kind of coming out into the open, and it's harder for him to hide who he really is. But it's just it all—it's all very surprising because, like, his portrayal of the Flash <clears throat> in comparison to who he is as a person is vastly different. So well, it's almost, it seems it's, he's a good actor. <laughs> yeah, clearly. So yeah, I'm just—I'm super surprised by all this. 
Yeah. Uh, okay, so Ron R has an interesting question. She says, I, I don't understand if other actors did the same ish as Ezra Miller, there would be consequences for the film. How is it still going to be released? Uh, I'm assuming uh, she was saying that, like, uh, I don't understand, like, like, if other actors did this, the film either would be... Re- Actually, a lot of times people would just replace them, but Warner Brothers also went out of the way to say that they, they literally couldn't replace him because he was in every single shot so yeah uh and then courtney says i would literally rather agree to end my professional work calls with have a morbid day over supporting the flash film yeah and that's the thing i'm torn man because i i want to see it but i i don't want to i don't want to give money to this motherfucker man i'm gonna wait for it come online i'm not gonna lie like i I don't want to add money to this well, let's, let's let's be fair here. Not, uh, unless his contract is special, which I doubt it is, we're not giving any money to him at this point. Like, the money is going against the cost of making the film. And at the end of the day, it's always it's always a sucky feeling to be like, are you, you, you don't want to support the actor, but you're also not, don't forget that there's like 10,000 other people who worked on this yeah. film besides this asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's like, it sucks, right? Like, yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it sucks all around. He's literally created a, like such a difficult situation for everyone who worked on it, the company who's releasing it, and the fans. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause and he's I, the hero I, in this. So we have to glorify him. Yeah. Which makes it hard. Yeah. If he was a villain, then it'd be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for this motherfucker to die. <laughs> <laughs> the investment in that theater, like the standing ovation that would come. Yeah, right? You know, if we watch this film and it's one of those movies where the hero dies, it's going to be like the first time <laughs> that it's not tears. It's like, it's like a tearful moment and people are just like, <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. Oh man, I, I I wouldn't even be surprised if they find a way to like kill him. But like, I think a hundred percent off. I like, think that's what's they, gonna happen. Yeah. You know, be hilarious. They kill him off screen. You're like, that's something you're never supposed to do with the hero of a film. But in this case, we accept it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yep. <laughs> like oh, I'm just I'm just thinking of all the hilarious stuff. You know who's <laughs> the real hero here? Who pro- whoever probably had to help get him out of the trailer every single day to film scenes because I bet oh you that God. was a bad job. That person quit the industry after yeah. that the last day of filming. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, oh my God! I like I, I, I like and the interesting thing is Ray Fisher, who like is known to like call out these sorts of things. Nothing has been said about uh, Ezra Miller. Maybe he was a delight on set during Justice League. Maybe he maybe things just went off the rails afterwards. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, I guess we shall see what when this movie comes out and how we are going to watch it to both support the people but also not support him. This is gonna be an interesting juggling act, but nonetheless, here we here it comes. But moving on to our uh our next topic is the release of the most recent Star Wars TV series and or television series. Now, the tr- the first full-length trailer for the uh, Star Wars and or uh, live-action series uh, was released earlier this week. It was... You know what? I'm, I'm going to jump ahead on the queue on this one and just say, I actually really like this trailer. It was 
fascinating it was fascinating to watch a star wars trailer where no one's got uh like superhero powers no one's got like destiny thrust upon them it's just looks like a like in the gutter in the like the ground on sorry on the ground characters who are living the day-to-day horrors of the empire and the beginning of the rebellion and it looks like both political it looks human interest and I dug it. Uh, I'm actually, besides myself, I'm actually anticipating this show. And I never thought, like, when I heard about it, I was like, wait, didn't he die in Rogue One? Are they just, like, keeping this going? Like, what, what what's going on here? But uh, apparently, uh, the the uh, like the showrunner <laughs> said, I was given a lot of freedom on the show. Like, way more than I've ever had on any other property. And I was just like, yeah, because no one gave a shit about anyone. Like literally everyone in the show, no one gives a shit. And I think only one, like Mon Mothma is the only character who's returning from like the actual series. And do either of you guys know who Mon Mothma is? Mm -hmm. Name sounds familiar. Okay. Well, T? You know I don't. (laughs) <laughs> oh oh my, oh no i don't give a shit about that character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i just google and i'm like her nope don't care yep <laughs> agreed so this show star wars like disney was smart they're like yeah we do whatever you want just you know go ahead and uh i guess we're about to watch what creative freedom on a Star Wars series is going to look like. So uh, now you guys have all heard me gushing about this, and uh, apparently Ron R is on, on my side. There you go. Um, so now now I want to know what you guys think. So uh, T, let's start with you as the, as the most recent lover of Star Wars. Uh, you can go ahead and skip me because I did not watch the trailer. I'm sorry. I, I yeah, I skipped this one. Darcy, what do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I love that. I mean, Umar, wh- like, no surprise with with tactics response there. <laughs> Michael, what, were you, what was your anticipation? I so- expected. Uh, I don't give a shit. Uh, I, I fell asleep halfway through the trailer. I didn't think he would not watch the trailer. Didn't do my homework. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So, anyways, um, my my general feeling was the trailer didn't grip me very well your your description though has gripped me more than the trailer did and thank you there's two there's two parts to this um so one fundamentally after you explain that to me that this is a story about just people living in the uh the star wars universe yeah oh i'm i've been asking for that so i'm i'm intrigued by that um the trailer it's not that like how to put this? I'm partly just a little bit Star Wars series tired right now. I hear you. I hear right? you. Right. And so part of me is just like, ah, another one. Okay, let me just see what this is about. That's kind of like how my approach was going into it. Like my my expression is like his expression on his face right there. Like I'm just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then so I I uh, I watch a trailer. I'm like, all right, visually looks cool. Part of me is like, I, I won't even lie. I first started watching. It, I was like. Go, is this Star Wars? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the guy had an AK 47. I was like, wait, what? 
Not not because the creative liberties, just because like it looked like Star Wars and didn't look like Star Wars, and I was just confused, and I was waiting for a Star Wars character, and then I saw some of the like, um, Empire whatever like outfits, um, military outfits, and I was like, oh, this is Star Wars, um, <laughs> but so, Umar, is this a prequel to Rogue One? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, this I think his, like, I, this, I, this is Cassian Andor's story. Like his his like the series is his story. I think this is going to be really good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I missed what was being said. No, no he, he muttered under his breath. He's like, "Who the fuck is Cassian Andor?" <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so, uh, um, T, have you watched Rogue One? Yeah, a long time ago. Okay, so he is in Rogue One, and he is like you know, spoiler for anyone who's watching, he dies at the like at the end of Rogue One with like well, literally everybody. Uh, and so the the movie was about him and uh Felicity Jones, who plays um Jin Ursa, basically trying to get the Death Star plans and send it to the rebels. The only characters I remember are Felicity Jones and Don Yen's Ursa. character. Okay. And he was literally Darth the guy Vader. who was in charge. And Darth Vader. Okay. Mm. Well, uh, you forgot you forgot him. Yeah. So, so. he is Andor Cassian. Sorry, Cassian mm. Andor, sorry. Mm. Clearly you so made, Darcy, made an impression. You... Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Darcy. Um, uh, what I was gonna say is I think that it's gonna be good. However, I feel feel like it may potentially but may not suffer from the similar problem that um uh like kenobi suffered with which is like that last battle was amazing but we knew no one was going to die so when you know the conclusion how are you going to surprise me right uh about to the death is not about to the death okay then how how does one escape and you know umar you had good points and i still agree with you that like you know darth vader could have been held back differently and it could have been a different ending right um this one is like okay so it's this guy's story does it lead directly to the exact beginning of that film like scene for scene we're just gonna see him walk into the movie or is it gonna just like you know end at some part of his story and it might be really really good but we'll never feel the weight of any potential death moments in this movie or in a show because he has to show up in the film so like it's it's the fundamental problem where i'm like if i know where it's going to end it might not be that exciting but it might be who knows because it could it could be like i don't know the promise of seeing anakin skywalker grow up right and you know he's gonna turn into Darth Vader, so you want to know how that happens right but yeah i don't know it's still not as like big of an event as like how does a lovely sweet little child turn into the most murderous person in the universe right like that's a bigger arc to be really excited about like how does that happen even though you know the answer of the conclusion of the story how does the beginning start this one i don't think it's going to be as compelling or as strong but it might be really exciting though but we'll 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 see i'll watch it and hopefully it's good all right, cool. Well, like I, I look forward to both of us checking it out because, like, I'm excited for this, and um, I, I'm also kind of interested to see how a Star Wars uh, series or a property, Star Wars property that is given full, like, full creative freedom. I want to see where where that how that ends up in terms of quality, uh, and Packs. also like them, like, yeah, because like 
they have no, like uh, we have literally one character in the larger and, and it's like a d level character in like the larger star wars pantheon like pantheon of, of characters so like they literally they could kill every single member of the cast minus Ka- Cassian Andor and Mon Mothma and we won't in fact frankly they could just do that um and we like we just it would not make an ounce of dis- uh, difference to the overall story so i'm i'm excited but moving on to our next topic so we have been covering this topic from the beginning and yes we are going to talk <coughs> about will smith slapping chris rock because did we talk about it last week actually not last week no okay well i think it was last week uh will smith uh sent out a an apology to chris rock on youtube he uh you know he kind of like bared his soul and depending on how you want to view of a public apology he had tr- he attempted to make amends uh and you know kind of like bury the hatchet and also uh, the first time he's talked about it since since the slap happened chris rock has recently responded uh all this has all been in the last like couple of days and uh chris rock kind of did oh yep there it is uh, so, uh, I'll just read it out for anyone who is not watching it on YouTube. Uh, Chris Rock's response was, everybody is trying to be a effing, uh, victim. If everybody, if everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith. No, uh, Shug Smith. Shug Smith. Sorry, I do not know. He's, he's reference. basically referencing, uh, Shug Knight, I think. I also don't recognize that. You don't know who Shug. You you don't know who Shug Knight is, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not surprised. (laughs) I know, I know, but I mean, like (laughs) he he's a big mofo. You should at least see the picture of him once. (laughs) I probably know the picture, but I just I don't know the name to this. Anyway, so uh, uh, smacked by Shug Smith, I went to work the next day. I got kids. He said mentioned imprisoned. Death Row Records co-founders Suge Knight. Anyone who says words hurt has never been punched in the face. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so now that this uh, response has been made, and also with the upcoming uh, Netflix, uh, I think it's uh, it's Netflix that's doing Chris Rock's uh, next performance, correct? Probably. Uh, not sure. Okay. Well, nonetheless, uh, an, an upcoming show from Chris Rock is about to happen, and let's just say that all, all three of us are in agreement that this is going to come up during one of his get. Yeah, <laughs> zero chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wanted to hear what you guys thought of uh, this entire uh, exchange. So uh, Darcy, let's start with you, man. What do you think? Mm, really. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing as Tactics. I'm going to pass it to him because Tactics is, I feel like, the resident comedy more expert than I am. And I want to hear his opinion first. Mm-hmm. Also, also, I want to skate away from this for just two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm of two minds on, on the subject. I, I I recognize obviously that Chris Rock was kind of a victim. Even you know you can argue that you know his his joke was in poor taste and he had it coming. But at the same time, that doesn't warrant a person to walk up on stage and humiliate you like that and slap you in the face, right? So I'm yeah. not by any means condoning what Will Smith said, or sorry, what Will Smith did. Um, the same token, I, I, again, I, I said this when this whole altercation happened initially, I, that I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the the cancel culture and what they stand for and what they represent and this misguided representation of whatever it is that they're trying to like promote or whatever. But I, I just I, I feel like a person, especially a celebrity, can do no wrong in the eyes in the eyes of the public. Right? It's like obviously Will Smith made a mistake. It was a poor judge a character very stupid on his part and even with this apology the first thing i went to before even watching the video was the the comments and all the top comments were like oh this seems this seems forced and it it feels disingenuous and everything and it's like you can't like i don't know what will could do in this in this particular situation that would win over over people at this at this point right like it's like he made a mistake and now the world won't let him have any sort of redemption you know he did what he did he reached out to chris you know he he tried to apologize chris wasn't ready and he's entitled to that i'm not saying that chris has to you know abide abide or you know yeah he can he can take however long he wants to process what happened or or marinate on it or whatever the case whatever he needs to do he's entitled to do that right but at the same time and again i'm I'm not trying to play the sympathetic role for will or anything like that it's just i recognize that we're all human we all make mistakes i'm sure you guys have done things impulsively that you later regretted um maybe not to this extent but we're all human we all make mistakes and i feel like we're fortunate enough not to be in the public eye where if we fuck up, you know, we're not as, not to say that we're not as important, but we're not out there in the sense of people are always watching our every move to the point where we have no chance of redemption, right? Um, Kevin Hart has cheated twice and all this stuff. And, you know, it took him a while to get redemption for for a, for a gay joke that he he said years ago, right? So... I don't know. It, it it's it's a very tough situation, and I feel like Will is being treated a little unfairly. I I feel I like agree. he should he I feel like he should still be reprimanded, and I think he's he's you know the academy is you know um, did what they did. They prevented him. I think they revoked his membership for like ten years or something like that, yeah, as yeah. they should, right? You know, so they took they took action on the matter. So that that's that's good. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some other punishment, um, you know, and, you know, he Will's doing as much as he can right now to make amends and he's doing the right thing. And I feel like he's in a position where he's damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. He's always going to be judged and ridiculed. And this is going to go down in history and it's going to follow him for, for a very long time, which is unfortunate, right? In regards to Chris, I mean, Chris is, he's in a very 
optimal position right now because now he has solid material to build around because now everyone is anticipating what he's and attention going to say and and attention and he's milking the fuck out of this as i mean i don't agree with it but from a business if we're talking just from a business standpoint then it makes sense right you want to capitalize on 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 it because at the end of the day he is a victim he is a victim of of what happened and so he's using that to his advantage and he is not going to give will the satisfaction of redemption until he gets his just cause in terms of like the comedy that he plans to facilitate around this whole situation. So he's going to capitalize this as much as he can and, and milk it. And it's a little unfortunate because now that's going to make things worse for, for will. I mean, you kind of have to reap what you sow, but comedians are going to have a field day with this. Right. So they already are, right? I, I mean, uh, we were talking, but we, we did talk about this, but not on air, but we had talked about the situation. And I, I told you guys that uh, Kevin Hart and Dave, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle and The Rock were at Madison Square Gardens or something like that. And Kevin, he snuck a, a goat on stage or whatever, and they nicknamed it Will, Will Smith or something, right? So it's like, they're playing it up. They're using their comedy tactics to dig into Will even more. And it it sucks because I understand where all of this is coming from. That slap was way more than just the comment, as we've already discussed, right? From and me having read the book, I get it. I don't condone it. I want to I want to make that very clear, but I understand where it's coming from. So, yeah, it sucks, man. It 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 sucks. Empathizing doesn't mean that you're like condoning someone's actions. You're just you're just yeah, but you know how the you know how the internet is, man. Like you got to tread carefully with these motherfuckers. So I'm just I want to make that shit very clear, so people ain't, ain't coming after me trying to cancel me. Next episode, it's just you and Darcy because <laughs> uh, uh, they, they just cancel me, bro. They're like my mic just stops working and shit. So yeah, <laughs> you ain't canceling me, internet. Fuck y'all. But anyway, Darcy, what do you think? Man, they'll just take what you said, cut it up differently, and then he would cancel it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. Yeah. He didn't agree with my <laughs> opinions. <laughs> um, yeah, for, as much as I empathize with the situation, like, first of all, I'm going to just echo pretty much everything that Tactic said. So I, I, I'm not going to repeat a lot of everything he said because I agree with it. But I don't like how I my gut makes me feel like Chris, uh, Chris is, and his team are going to utilize this and milk it until the point that milking it isn't profitable, and then they'll then they'll accept the apology, right? Like, or at least get out the first big splash with the with the Netflix special or whatever the special is. Then wait and see what the response is, and then decide to accept the apology, like when it works business wise to me that just feels like a a disingenuine uh thing and if it's not the fine business then it's ego and for me like i'm trying i was thinking about this what tax was talking like if i made a joke it was misinterpreted and i got slapped for it my personal thing would be i would i would apologize for why that that happened um try to understand and just move on just how i mentally operate i just want to like um I, i'd rather try and resolve things in general now if especially like getting 
you know the context of the the individual who who slapped me now if the person felt like they were very much just like an aggressor right you know just like you know, I was on stage doing a joke and some random guy came out of nowhere and just like not related at all. It was like trying to take me with the bat. I feel very different about the situation. Right. But considering what the context and like that, I feel like I just want to like move on from it um, and heal. Um, and I don't know. I just it, it it bothers me that it's being dragged out and it bothers me that I, my gut feel is that you know, the rock side of this is dragging it out. Um, however, I understand he has the right... You mean Chris Rock? Yes. Yeah, the, the well, it's Will Smith and Chris Rock, so that's why I said the rock side of this. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I, I, you got to tell me who Will Rock is. I need to know who this guy is, okay, Umar? <laughs> um, no, I, I, sorry, I, I thought you were saying The Rock by accident. Oh, no, no, no. no. Um, but... Um, like as much as he has, uh, of course, the right. If he doesn't want to accept the apology, I understand. Uh, everyone's different, and like I was saying, egos and stuff like that. People are different, so um, it, it's harder for other individuals. But I don't know. It just something about this bothers me. That you know, I feel like it's just going to be like we're we're not done. There's a whole new round coming of this conversation, and. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Will's not what we want him to be behind closed doors, and and you know, everyone's finally trying to get their chance to get back at him or something in the in the celebrity world. But it just feels like if that's not the case, like it feels like we're going to get a whole new round of him being laughing stock, and Will having to try to overcome that with some level of like um, empathy and transparency um and kind of being on his own island for like a year or two like i just feel like if if chris is doesn't you know want to move to an acceptance of an apology this isn't going to be done until like 2024 like it's just how i feel it's going to take time because they're going to drag it out it's going to be a media circus this what's the response to that will will probably not directly respond to it but put out content that's like related to him you know showing his growth and and whatnot chris doesn't like that makes another joke comedians make more jokes become something that goes into like now it starts showing up on like um not just like you know comedy but now it starts showing up in movies and films and 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 and, and tv like as like side jokes and stuff like that and it's just like where is where will it end if it if it, he doesn't accept the apology you know like it just becomes more and that's the part to me that's like part of me is pissed off they're like can we just move on like can we just move on can we heal can you know we heal for the for, for show how black men can resolve stuff because if we just take spite at each other this is just going to be dark for me uh, to be honest with you uh honestly i have nothing to add you guys covered everything i was thinking and then some so uh yeah Moving on. Uh, so our next topic is uh, kind of a, an interesting, uh, well, I mean, frankly, all of our uh, news this week has been interesting uh, and also surprising. So Sylvester <laughs> Stallone kind of, so we heard uh, earlier, uh, I would say early in the week, that uh, they were going to do a Drago spinoff. 
Now, Drago, for those of you who didn't know, in the in the most recent Creed movie, uh, was uh, a character with Dolph Lundgren, uh, who's also in, in the picture right now. And basically, it, it was um, Drago's son who uh, comes back to, to, fight, uh, to fight Creed. Now, personally, I really loved Dolph Lundgren in Creed 2 and also the guy who played his son in it as well. And when I heard that they were going to do a spinoff, my first thought was, yeah, I guess there's something like, you know, both of them were, uh, you know, there's something there that you can make a series, you can make a film about. But I never gave it any serious thought. And I was like, whatever, we'll see what happens. This has just been an announced blah, 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 blah. But then Sylvester Stallone uh, decided to weigh in in a very lengthy um, Instagram post. Uh, I'm not going to uh, read it all out because it, it is actually lengthy and we'll spend like a good couple of minutes just like going through his whole thing. But suffice it to say, Sylvester Stallone was not happy. Uh, putting it not just mildly, but like in, in, in like just like like sedated version. He was not a fan. And he went after the producer. He went after like the people who were stealing from him. He uh, like, uh, I think also still the executive producer. And also, he kind of made some pot shots at Dolph Lundgren. Uh, so, I was a little surprised <laughs> by that response. And I was just like, whoa. Um, Dolph Lundgren has since gone on record saying, hey, I didn't know he wasn't consulted. Uh, you know, and like, I think he's trying to smooth some things over by saying that, you know, uh, personally, uh, like he's still my uh, Sly's still my friend, and I still respect him, and, and all that sort of stuff. And it's kind of unfortunate that this whole thing happened. Very, very well said, very like you know diplomatically put out there, showing respect to everyone involved. Sly, I, I just I'm not used to Sly having such a very strong reaction for me to like be, to catch on my news feed. So yeah, well, uh, I, I found it to be I found it personally to be an over uh, overreaction. Um, but at the same time, if someone stole my property, like I've never had someone steal something from my property. So, and then make something out of it. So I can't say I, I, I can empathize with Sylvester Sloan's uh, mindset right now, but uh, how about you guys? Like uh, Darcy, uh, what did you feel of uh, Sly's response? Uh, I definitely didn't go through the in length. I was skimming it and I started feeling like I'm just not interested in reading all of this, to be honest. But the general premise of what I got from this is um, the producer has not, it, it owns basically everything related to like the Rocky franchise. And uh, Sylvester Stallone is very upset. I, I, and I understand why that he doesn't have ownership over his property. Um, now there's, two sides to this one i empathize with the fact that like he wants to leave this legacy and it's the thing he created when nobody would give him a chance that completely embodies and shows his own personal spirit and um and desire to 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 rise and literally his baby his creation is what gave him the opportunity to be you know who he is today and he created that and so to not have that is very unfortunate. Now, I don't know the, the business dealings behind the scenes, but I, as I like to quote from somebody uh, uh, all the time, it's like, you don't get what's fair, you get what's negotiated. If you negotiate away your rights, it's going to be a struggle to get them back, right? Um, and um, it's, it's just, it's 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 unfortunate to like that he's in that situation. So I empathize. I don't feel 
I mean, yeah, Dolph did a diplomatic response, and and you would if you were getting a spinoff and you didn't know the context of the situation, and now you're like in the middle and you try not to like lose your opportunity, you know, yeah. at, at the same time not upset your friend at the same time. So you know, I feel bad for 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 him, and I don't think that like Sly taking it out on him. I think it was it just felt like a long diatribe of like. Uh, of aggression and then you know a little got thrown towards <laughs> Dol Dolph's like way and Dolph's like oh shit like everyone's getting <laughs> like these pigeons are out there they're, they're they've been eating <laughs> like it's going yeah. on everybody <laughs> um so um you know and overall for the film itself like I really like like you said I loved <laughs> what they did in that second creed film and so if you just took everything all this context away and you just said to me hey the thing i'm doing a spinoff with this character i'm like yo i could see that i could yeah. feel, i could feel that like like it's because the tone of creed and the second one had especially their their arc had a a, a symmetry with warrior with um if you watch warrior um i forget the main actor's name um, uh tom hardy no tom hardy's is a supporting actor but yes oh, tom hardy's wow. in it yeah joel edgerton yeah joel, thank you that, that, that's it yeah it had it had, had an essence to it that fe felt like that and now how do you how do you tell his story is it is you know is uh um michael b jordan's character going to be in this is it going to be a thing where like they come all the way back in the future and like creed four now you have a huge love for both like both sides like there is no hero. There is no villain because you love both of them. Like maybe that's that could be really, really interesting. Like that could be a huge film, right? You know, or it's a, a completely separate thing. However, I think the smartest thing would be to like, you know, have it where you get to Creed Four and you're just like, who's going to win? Who are you rooting for? And we're all out here like taking our bets and arguing over like, no, Michael is the <clears throat> man. No, it's I forget the other guy's name, but you know what I'm saying. Drago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drago's son, you know, <laughs> whatever the actor's <laughs> name is. But like, I think that would be really dope. And I think that's smart if we're, they're going with it, you know? So as a property, I think there's real potential there. They could totally shit the bed, but there's, <laughs> but there's real potential there and we have a good foundation. Um, sucks that you know sly is uh in this position that he's in and for me they're they're kind of independent so it's how i feel t <coughs> excuse me sorry uh yeah i agree with darcy um i i'm not opposed i wouldn't be opposed to seeing a spin-off with drago drago and drago's son or yeah his and his son um my issue though is and i i actually do empath empathize with um with sly because when he was pitching the idea for rocky for example it was when he had nothing like he wasn't even an he wasn't a, an established actor he wrote he wrote the screenplay for rocky and then he was pitching it to studios and i forget which one wanted it and ended up taking it but they wanted the script but they didn't want sly and Sly refused to let anyone else be Rocky but him. And he fought tooth and nail to get the role until they finally agreed. And they, they kind of, I think they, they agreed to have him in as the main role, but they, they docked him um, a significant amount of, of pay. Like, so he wasn't paid what he was, what he was owed on the first Rocky. And then as, as we know, Rocky went on to be super successful and now branching off and we, we've got Creed 1 and Creed 2. Now the thing with uh, 
with the Creed series is Ryan Coogler did it right. Because if I'm not mistaken, he actually went to Sly and got his blessing and also wanted Sly to be a part of it because it was a passion project for him because him and his father grew like he grew up with his father like him and his father would watch rocky the rocky series together and so it was like a special bonding moment for them right and so it was something that he really really wanted to do but he would only do it if sylvester stallone agreed to reprise his role as rocky and sly kind of was like "Ah, i don't know i kind of want to kind of put the character to bed and then you know ryan cooler kept asking and asking and then finally sly agreed and so that's the proper way to do it because how I the reason why I, I sympathize with, with Sly on this and I don't think that he's overreacting is because I, I, I think of it like this. So like we like years ago we made the web series boost, right? So it would yeah. be like like my cousin who co-directed it with me and produce and helped me produce it, it would be like him going to you, Umar, and saying, Yo, I want to make a, a spin-off and I want to call it Elliot Fox. And, you know, I'm not going to tell tactics about it, but we're just going to go ahead and do it. I would be fucking pissed, yo. Like, you guys would get these hands. Like, if I found out that you guys were doing a project without me, like, no word of a lie. And granted, like, the, I, like the web series, it is what it is. It didn't turn out all that great. But it, it was still a passion project of mine because it was my baby. It was the first thing, first major project that I worked on. And we built this thing together. But again, it's it's... It's my baby, you know what I mean. And then for someone to come and just be like, "Yeah, you know, we really like this character. And we're gonna spit. We're gonna we're gonna take that character and we're gonna like let's say wet. Let's say Boost was like a major success, like on like the same level as like Rocky. And now you guys want to like jump on the bandwagon, not consult me about it, and then make your own spinoff. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like I don't I don't get any like you're not even gonna talk to me about it. Not even like hook me up with a cameo in my own shit, like. What the fuck is that about? So I get, especially like they're fr- like like him and Drago are friends. So it's like it, it's like exactly, you and I are friends. Exactly. So it's like if you were doing this project and you didn't even tell me, I would be so pissed. Mm. Like I'm not gonna lie, I would be super pissed. So well, actually, Adolf's uh, response makes a lot more sense because I'd say the same shit. I'd be like, "Yo, man, I thought they talked to you." <laughs> But it's like, yo, like, what the, f- like, not, no one said shit to me, bro. And like, you, the fact that you didn't even come to me and be like, yo, like, this, like, you didn't talk to me about it at all. Like, nothing. You didn't mention anything. And like, let's say, like, we were out, like, like, we're doing this thing on a regular, we're kicking it. And then I'm like, yo, what are you doing today? Oh, I got to film. I'm like, what are you filming? Oh, we're filming Elliot Fox. I'm like, that sounds familiar. What, what, what do you mean you're filming Elliot Fox? What, what the fuck are you talking about? Bro. Yo, you'd have some explaining to do, man. Like, serious. Like, if I got to find out this way on the internet, nah, man. Nah. nah you know, I hands, bro. You know, if that happened, I'd just be like this. <laughs> 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 just go off, off camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just leave me alone in the room with him. I'm like, Bro. Yo, yo, they yeah. didn't make a Magnum spin-off, so we good. Oh man. I mean you make some good you make some good points there. You make some good no, points. No, no, like, putting it into context deeper. like that it allows me to empathize more with Sly. I just like yeah again, like I I, I was a little caught off guard by his response and I was just like, oh shit. Okay. 
Uh, but but also, I, I did feel kind of bad for Dolph in the sense of like, guys, like his response made me feel like, oh, so I'm sorry. I mean, it's but, awkward. Uh, I, I get it. Like, because I'm like, he seems like a nice guy, and I know that they are longtime friends, and so it seems a little. I, I mean, like, granted, I don't know this guy outside of his movies, so who knows? He could be a dick behind the scenes. We just don't know. But he never really came off that way, and so for him to kind of go behind Sly's back, it just it 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 is a little strange. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he's like he's telling the truth, and he he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> okay, Yo, so uh, hold, hold uh, on, perfect. What I got, I got, I got throw up this up from the comments. Yeah. Okay. So my, my, my buddy, my buddy Elliot has some uh, words for me. So I, I got some explaining to do. <laughs> so, uh, so Elliot Paul is like, I gotta find out like this. This is how my name is used. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, I, I have a buddy. His name is Elliot. Elliot Paul, and uh, oh, I was part of a web series with Tactics, and I was his main villain. It's called Boost Web Series, and Darcy. Actually, yeah. Yo, uh, yeah. Yo. verification I mean, don't forget them, bro. Good, Umar. I was your henchman. How do you forget? I know. How do you I forget? I just remember oh, my hoochie man. mamas. Uh, so uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, I was the main villain. It's on YouTube. If you guys ever want to check it out. And I, my name was Elliot Fox. And uh, it was a name given to me by the, the brilliant mind of tactics, a.k.a. James. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so uh, it, it, was, it wasn't us ripping you off, L. Uh, we, we just uh, – it's just a happy coincidence. Yeah. And just so you know, my name was Magnum, but uh, we still don't know his true origins and what his full real <laughs> government name is. So that'll be in the spinoff series called Elliot Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Chris James. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was some nostalgia right there. All right, moving on. Speaking of Sly. Uh, he has recently released it. Oh, well, I should say Netflix has recently released a trailer <laughs> with him in it as he plays an aging superhero who has re- uh, been <coughs> retired. The ser- the movie is called uh, Samaritan. And uh, the trailer drop was surprising. Oh, no, sorry. That's Prime. It came out in Prime. My bad. I thought it was, I just think everything's Netflix right these days. Um, yeah, so the, the trailer came out and I had heard about it way back in the day. hadn't really like planned on watching it, but after watching the trailer, I was actually mildly interested to see like what the movie's like. I wouldn't say it looks fantastic, but I will say it looks <clears throat> worth checking out on like a, a slow night uh, when you're eating dinner or something like that. But that's just my own personal opinion. What do you guys think, T? So. Yeah, the trailer, to be honest, didn't really do much for me. Like when I first originally heard about this, um, I I was vaguely interested just because I I do like Sly as an actor and like some a lot of the stuff that he does. Um, but then um, originally, this I, I heard. I don't know if this is actually true, but originally, I think this movie was supposed to be was supposed to have a theatrical release, but then they decided to dump it onto oh. Prime. So now that kind of has me a little bit concerned in the sense of like, okay, well, I, if they didn't see that it was deemed worthy for a theatrical release, then maybe they don't have a whole lot of faith in this doing super well. No point intended. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, 
the trailer uh, yeah again the trailer didn't really do much for me it seems very generic but you know it could be i'm anticipating this being kind of like hancock in the sense where it's like it, it's <laughs> enjoyable it's it's fun not in the co- like comedic sense but it's like an enjoyable like uh it's something different it's a superhero show or a superhero movie property but it's something different than the the comic book stuff that we're 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 used to right so in that regard they have a little bit more they can take more liberties with the storyline and they don't have to kind of follow a specific format right or a specific set of rules when it comes to the comic books right they're not pinned down by the source material right so that has that's what kind of gives it potential but overall in terms of the like what we saw or what i what i saw from the trailer it it just came off as a generic run-of-the-mill superhero show or movie so yeah darcy um yeah i mean steel 2 looks pretty good <laughs> I was waiting too long to take you guys to get that. Oh man! Like I mean, I, I can't lie. Like his, 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 like, um, like what is it? Uh, like Roman Empire helmet with like all steel and the giant hammer. When I saw it, I was just like, "Yo, this, this is what this is what Shaquille O'Neal steel was meant to be." Like that's literally yeah. the first thought went through my head. Uh, other than the fact that like it's an aging superhero. Um. It looks like it has potential, buying on hold my breath thinking it's gonna be amazing. You know, Amen. like like if this hits a solid seven, I think we're in a good place, you know. Um, I think my girl's gonna love it, you know. She like she likes her action films and she likes her like generic run of the mill action films. She's a big uh like Michael Jai White like fan for all of his low budget action films. Um and you know, like it looks cool. It looks cool. Um, but part of me just feels like it's going to be like, I, it's I. Yeah. yeah no, I, I completely agree. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I agree. Steel too. Let's go. Yeah, now that you said it, it's like kind of like all I can see now. <laughs> like, and especially when you see the hammer, I was just like, and yeah. there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> can you believe Fly right. 76? That's crazy, man. Jeez. Like, you no, got to give it to him. You could, yeah, but I mean, and he's still doing stuff like this. That's like that, like him. The fact that he's still like the the lead in an action steer, uh, a show. Oh yeah, about superheroes. No, that like that's respect right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I also All respect right. that guy's diet back in the day. I uh, I like him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on to our, our final geeky new. Oh, actually, to our next topic, which is the review. Of the Gray Man. Now, for those of you who don't know, Nef- and I do know that Netflix released this. Netflix released uh, um, uh, basically a spy uh, movie with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, and this movie was getting a lot of hype, a lot of press. Apparently, it had a two hundred million dollar budget, and it was directed by the people who did Avengers: Endgame and Infinity War. Uh, a Captain uh, America Civil War and Captain America Winter Soldier, a.k.a. the Russo Brothers. So I was excited to watch this. And then just before the movie came out, all the reviews gave it like a 50%. Uh, like some people were like, hey, it's fine. Other people were like, mm, it, it's not really worth your time, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, well, that's disheartening. 
So I went to, I, you know, it came out. I, I had some free time, so I, I was feeling kind of down. So I was like, let's let's pick me up with some uh, action stuff. I watched it. I'm like, okay, seriously. Like, like halfway through the movie, I'm like, this isn't bad. Like, yeah, it's not the best thing I've ever watched, but it's not bad. I'm past the halfway point. I'm like, okay, still going at the same level that I like it was at. Like, it's I'm enjoying myself. I'm waiting for the axe to fall. Two thirds of the way through the movie, I'm like, okay, seriously, we're like in the final quarter here, guys. Like, when does the badness happen? The movie ends, and I'm just like, did I miss something? Like, because I had a good time with that. Like, it's not the most, it's not original at all. And like, that's literally the only thing I can say about it. Like, it's 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 not original, and it's a it's a fun action. It's a it's an action movie. So I was happy with what I got. <coughs> well, I thought maybe I like you know maybe I'm just like a big Russo brothers fan. Maybe I'm a big Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling fan. I could be biased without realizing it. So I am actually very interested to hear what you guys think. So Darcy, what do you think of the Gray Man? Yo, people be out here just straight tripping. Five out of ten. This is not a five out of ten. My rating on this is this is a seven point five out of ten. Okay? Agreed. Yeah, it it is a solid film. It is a little by the numbers, but but everybody delivers, right? Like yeah. this is a great film for Ryan Gosling. Like he yeah. he really <laughs> delivered that. Like you you can't change out his his acting without changing out his character because you know like <coughs> he had he had elements that would feel like born but he, his his dry humor mixed with his, his his like delivery plus he has this weird ability to be very sincere when you would think he's not being sincere like just him his acting is so good the dynamic that he has like there were some lines that even there like the dynamic between him and that girl like really got me at the very end when he shows up and he just says the lie and like <clears throat> what was it something to the effect of like this is another tuesday no it wasn't that one he was something like oh can i can i chew gum in here <clears throat> is what he says yeah. and that made me choke up because it was like oh there was smart writing and that they just like they use very specific dialogue between the two of them to show the growth of their arc based off of how her first interaction was how his interactions were in the middle when he, when he saves her and then the very end when they, they see each other all over again and i'm sorry i'm spoiling this for anyone who hasn't seen this like, i'm like <laughs> i'm lightly lightly spoiling i'm not really saying what's happening but but um it's just our dynamic right uh also you know uh chris evans over here is just killing it right like i i love him in this sarcastic witty douchebaggy villain like he's just he 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 it's like if did we lose darcy too Oh, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Am I yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're back. Yeah, you're, you're back. Sorry, cancel culture is out here just working, working. There <laughs> all day long, you know, they got the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm treading on Twitter right now. Um, no, I would, I was just saying that like Chris Evans, it's like everything he did in Fantastic Four, but tilted to the dark side. You know, like it's just like he was like a prep school asshole who was like a psychopathic killer on top of it. Yeah, and he was like he he almost came across like he was 
too weak for everything and yet too strong for it at the same time where it just like it was just it was hilarious right everyone delivered it was fantastic i enjoyed myself it was by the numbers but everyone brought their a game and i i ended it going like so who's the next villain like like i'm just yeah. thinking like i'm like oh are we gonna pull more for the mcu right like oh, maybe maybe chris pratt would be really really dope to watch in this right mm. like i re- because like we haven't seen him i mean he has a new film out that like he looks like he's very serious in on prime and i haven't watched it yet i think it's out or coming out one of the two it's like him i he's think still it's a, a hero yeah yeah maybe it's a show yeah. yeah you're right i think you're right on that but it's like a, he's like a hero but it's like something bad happens to like, a family member and he's just like he's just gonna kill everybody and so Could like be hilarious more... if like every villain in this series is is like chris hemsworth and chris pratt and like basically they're, they're running through all the chris's that they worked with <laughs> absolutely and then we pull we pull the 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 chris over from uh, uh our star trek and dc just because we gotta get all the chris's Fine. out of the way <laughs> yeah, yeah Pratt, 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 <laughs> right like just just run through all of them no but like i mean i would and I then would... chris rock to top it off no <laughs> no absolutely not but like you, you know what though just because it's mcu i would love if they just ran oh you know actually it would be dope we're over here going all the chris's you know would be the next best villain who be who'd be amazing scarlett Stark? johansson scarlett johansson. oh oh yeah that they, would be yeah. that would be dope just like because it's mcu right like and and and, and, yeah. and the russo brothers just pull the mcu people right you know but paul like Oh, I really want to see Scarlett Johansson. I really want to see her play a villain. That would be amazing because I think she, because you just write the right character for her that like works with how she is, and it would yeah. just it would be that would be great. That would I, I'm really like that. So I, I I want a next film from this, and I want Scarlett Johansson. Now I'm I'm campaigning for it because it came to my mind, and and I just you heard look, it here first. Yeah, I just look forward to to more uh, uh, of this. So people be hating. They just dumb out here. That's all I'm saying. T? Yeah, I don't understand the hate at all, man. Because going in, I was a little apprehensive about watching it. Because I was like, oh, that's probably just going to be like a cookie cutter spy film. And I actually ended up really enjoying it. I agree with you guys. I think I would give it a 7.5. Like, it's a solid film. I I was thoroughly entertained from beginning to end. Like, yeah, again, it's paint by numbers. There's nothing original in the story. But what really sets it apart from your typical spy films like uh, like a James Bond or a Bourne is that similar to or what Mission you were saying, Impossible. Garcia, or Mission Impossible. Well, I mean, Mission Impossible kind of had that little bit of humor mixed in there, too. So it was like a nice guess, balance. Yeah. Um but I, yeah, I, I agree. I really liked Ryan Gosling's character. Like he, he, like at times he, he, he was very stoic, and then there was times when he had that little dry wit humor, which was really good, and it was a nice balance between the two. And you believe him as a badass. Like I, I grew up with Ryan Gosling as Sean Hamlin from Breaker High. We already talked about do, this. Do, this do, is how. Do, do, yeah, do. yeah. That that's that's how I saw him, like Sean Hamlin, and then. After that, you know, we obviously saw Drive and he was like great in that. And then this, you're like, okay, I, this guy could pull it off, man. He's got he's got a lot of dynamic range, which is good. And then we have uh, Chris Evans where, you know, he started off kind of like in, in a lot of comedy. Like he was playing a lot of comedic characters, right? Like he was in not another like a Ryan movie. Reynolds wannabe. Young Hercules. Yeah, I remember that too. That, that's oh, Young um, Hercules. Yeah. Good. But good – yeah, like Chris Evans, Chris Evans, you know, uh, not another team movie. Uh, he played the Human Torch. Um, he was in the um, 
some other DC movie. I can't remember what it was, but I uh, played a comedic guy in that with Idris Elba. And like, I think it was the the losers or something like that. Um, I do not know that film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but then he, he went on to play Captain America. And at first I was like, wait, really? Chris Evans is playing Captain America. But then he did such a solid job that you forget about his past of him playing comedic characters. So then now that he's no longer Captain America, and then I see him pop up in this because I never saw the other movie, uh, Knives Out, where he played kind of a comedic character in that too. So he wasn't really comedic; he was sarcastic. Like, but but like it wasn't comedic. Yeah. He was just he was just an asshole. Yeah, but this was like I wasn't ready for it because I was like I I I can't get Captain America out of my head. So it's hard for me to see him as this like asshole villain, sarcastic kind of kind of guy, and then. I watched it and it was like, man, what a departure from Captain America, man. But in a, in the best possible way, because I actually loved his character and what he did with it. It's unfortunate that he, spoiler alert, but that he died because I would have loved to see him show up again. Um, but I think he did a phenomenal job. And yeah, I was I was entertained by the movie, man. So I don't know what critics are talking about. They're tripping. Yeah. So, so it looks like all three of us agree that this is a 7.5. And like, just to put it into context... Y'all, all of our viewers are very aware that Tactics did not like Thor 4. He gave that movie a 5 out of 10. So the generously. Fact, oh, generously. So the fact that that was what, like, averaged everyone's, like, a critic's uh, response on this, I was, so I was expecting something that I, I just was kind of, like, like, maybe the Russo brothers have lost, like, like fell out of a train or something like that, and they were replaced with evil people. But like, no, like I had a great time. By the way, this mm. scene was hilarious. Uh, oh yeah, because of Chris, Chris Evans's commentary is like, "Can someone shoot the guy handcuffed <laughs> to the bench?" Oh man! I also like, actually like Chris Evans's uh, like comments in this were actually really hilarious, and I, I actually really uh, admire. That. I really enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, honestly, this this movie does not deserve the the negative. In my opinion, it does not deserve the negativity, and it's fun. And if you like any of the Bourne movies, if you like any of the Mission Impossible movies, if you like any of the Fast and the Furious movies, there's no way that any of those films should be higher than this film in terms of rating. Agreed. So, moving on to our final topic of the night. So this Saturday, us us bro, the geeky bros got to get together. We had some uh, butter chicken, we had some naan, and we got to finally watch all three, uh, all of the uh, all of third season of Demon Slayer with Tactics, who was running a little behind on that. So T, we're doing a touch base with Tactics right now. Tell us what you thought about season three of Demon Slayer. Fucking fantastic. Fucking like it, it surpassed my expectations. And here's the thing. Like there's no, there's no question about it. You guys are bigger anime fans than I am clearly because I watch all my shit dubbed. But um, the thing that the, the thing that oh. is kind of hard for me is that I always feel, and this is my own personal thing with anime, is like it always starts so slow, and it all like in the beginning it seems to like drag, and I'm always kind of like, I know there's some good shit about to happen, just get to it already. But I understand that like 
it, like shit has to build up and we just we lost Darcy but um I understand that like shit has to to build up we have to establish ca- certain characters and the story story arc and, and whatnot but when it comes to anime I'm always super impatient because I know that the caliber the level of like dopeness that is about to come and I'm just waiting in, intes- in anticipation and this is how I felt with Demon Slayer so I'm watching it and, you know, they obviously haven't really introduced the big bad of the this particular arc. So you're just waiting and like you get to the side story where they're they're in the uh, in that in that house and they're dressing up as girl like as geishas or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, come on, get on with it, man. Like, like I, why? Are we, why are we here? Like, let's 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 keep going, man. And then you get to the meat and potatoes of the show and you're never ready. Like I'm never ready for the level of awesomeness that they give us with all of these. I, I had the same feeling when I, when I first watched Naruto, um, I had the same thing with, um, uh, my hero academia. And now with this, I'm just like, like that entire fight, like blew my fucking mind. Like you guys saw my reaction. That was like genuine, legit. I'm like, Yo, all these guys are getting fucked. I, I've never, even in, like, I don't even think, My Hero Academia never got that graphic. Like, you saw Deku get, like, fucked up, but, like, this man had a fucking sword through his, through his mandible, bro. Like, it just, just like, bro. And the man, like, is, like, could barely talk. You got another dude who, like, got impaled. You're just like, there's so much shit happening in, what was that? There's only three episodes, the last three episodes that we watched. And I was like, I was overwhelmed. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm watching right now. It was, it. it's great. I loved it. I love this show. This show is fantastic. I, you know, I know we're pressed for time. I'm just going to say like it, I, I love it. I love how it ended. I even love the, because the, the final episode is basically it, it, it goes into a backstory of the two main villains at the end. And um, yeah, even that, like there, nothing really spectacular on the same level as the, the episode before really happened. But even that episode was really captivating. And it was, I was very intrigued by how the, how this, how their arc unfolded and how they became demons and, and how it, they ultimately ended and, and everything. I thought that was beautifully done. I'm loving the story. My only my thing now is that okay those two demons or they were what 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 was the rank for them? They were the lowest of the upper rank Kazuki's. Yeah, so my thing is they were struggling with 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 those two. So they haven't even faced the main guy yet, bro. So I'm like if that's the shit that they had to go through where they the man almost lost his fucking chin to fight the main guy i'm like yo that is going to be i mean i'm hoping that they can they can do some crazy shit with that because this right there that could have been a finale like like that the show could have just ended like and that could have been the (laughs) final boss and i know it's not the final boss so i'm super excited to see where 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 they go with this i'm super excited to see the the higher ranking uh demons and and them face off against them because you know now they gotta level up after that fight, they're like, yo, like, we're not ready. We're nowhere near ready. Like, we barely 
made it out of here unscathed. So we got to step our game up. So yeah, yeah so man, like I love na- it. now, now with uh, six dead, we've seen three, uh, and uh, and the last episode showed us two. Six is gone, which means one, four, and five are yet are yet to be seen. Man, and Muzan is above them all. That's that's insane. I love how you said unscathed, and this man in the photo right now did not come out unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay, so a, a story about that actually. So spoilers, uh, our man uh, Uzui over here gets like fucked up in this uh, in, in, the, in this season, like. Like dismembered, fucked up, and as you can see, uh, Tanjiro and everybody else—they also got oh the fingers. I forgot about the fingers. Oh, oh yeah, and they kept showing it, man. Like like yeah, they're just like this the whole time. I'm like oh. oh but man. um, so while we were watching, and Uzbe is getting fucked up, and like is going like full on fight mode, and like tactics is like, I probably should have timed this a little bit better, but like tactics is having his butter chicken, so like he's like breaking off a piece of it's on. Trying to like dab everything, getting bites and stuff while while watching all this. So when Uzui gets like ser- like in that scene, in that scene when Uzui gets really messed up, and people who watched it knows what I'm talking about. Tactics had no reaction. He's just like, I'm like, so you didn't see that, did you? And he goes, What are you I looked about? away like, for two seconds, bro, to grab some non, and I missed all that shit, bro, in two <laughs> seconds. That's that's how crazy the fight was. Blink and you miss it, bro. <laughs> Essentially, yes. And so Darcy was like, bro, rewind. Rewind that. I was like, 100%. We rewound it. <laughs> Tactics then had a normal reaction and then was so afraid of, of like missing anything else, but still hungry. <laughs> that He's like watching the screen and like is trying to find the butter chicken in his, on his plate while watching and failing, it. And failing miserably, bro. I got no peace. <laughs> man out here just starving trying to eat <laughs> <laughs> nah but like so T now, now, okay now that you've watched it and I, I want to point out the fact that I've been begging you to watch this for weeks so I got two questions mm. one do you feel bad about waiting this long absolutely not because I do not envy <laughs> you guys at all bro because if I had to wa- I, if I had to sit through that and then have to wait a fucking week just to see what happens, bro. I would have lost my fucking mind. Lost my mind. There was one. There was a moment where you did you you touched the remote, and I thought you stopped. I thought you stopped the show. Like I was like, "What are you doing, bro?" I got so mad. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? We're not done." Yeah, grab the remote, and then the screw. And the screen went black, and I was like, "What? What just happened?" And they were just going to a flashback. But I thought like it was per perfectly timed because you touched it and then the screen went black and i was like looking at you i'm like (laughs) what is wrong with you (laughs) who who are like and now we break for a buttered chicken ritual no we don't (laughs) i thought you were gonna break my arm man it's like you you press play or break it oh man bro bro yeah, but no, no, I, that, I I do not regret it at all. I'm glad I got to watch it back to back. So I I can't I can't sit there and wait like you guys and watch it week to week. I, I'm sorry, I just I for shit like that I just can't do it. Okay, so my second question is, since you brought up other animes, 
Mm-hmm. I think the only other anime that we're, we're covering right now is My Hero Academia that you're watching consistently because not, there's not another yeah. show you're watching, right? So I really want to get into um, Full Metal Alchemist just because based off of what I'm I'm reading up you're about in terms of transmutation, I feel like that's going to be right up my alley as well. So 100%. I'm like, yeah. So yeah, Umar, so Umar, are we recommending Brotherhood first, or that's always a debate? Does he go? Does he just go right into Brotherhood? Or... So okay, here's here here's the thing. I watched the first episode of Brotherhood, but I've I've seen a couple episodes, the first couple episodes of uh, the regular, the original. Run. Okay, the original, yeah. So now, like, I mean, I actually googled it. I was like, do I have to watch the original in order to? understand brotherhood and everyone was saying no you can watch like if you want to get a full scope of full metal alchemist then watch both of them but they said it's not required it's not necessary for you to watch the the original because they kind of deviate from the the manga okay uh okay yeah we got we got one in the comments yeah so So courtney says yes watch fma but watch brotherhood don't waste your time with the other one i kind of have to agree because (laughs) yo do the fall (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't let him waste his time on brotherhood I, I i have to agree like for me the original where it's it's superior is the first couple episodes because i feel like it does a better job of drawing out the morbidness of their decision when when they're so i've their... already seen that so i'm good yeah in that regard yeah I, and, I know and, what and, happens. and I, personally i feel like and there's other stuff that's really cool but i feel like brotherhood mm-hmm. is a far more solid series and mm-hmm. Having watched both of them, I know Omar, you got something to say. Hold up one second, Omar. One second. Hold it up, hold it up, hold it up. But like, um, yeah, I just feel like you'll probably enjoy Brotherhood more because of, of how the story completes itself. Um, yeah. and I feel like the other one I just got lost at the end is what what the hell was going on. Um, mm. but I, I appreciate that you've watched the beginning of their first transmutation with their mother because that is yeah. better in the original, just because it was um longer. And I, yeah. you, you feel the weight of it more. That's this is right. this is how I feel. That's how I feel. Got you. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I just want to call out Court, uh, Courtney for uh, <laughs> she knows me, <laughs> so hence why she was like, Umar, please don't let him waste the time. Uh, oh, she also says, I just freaking rose from my coffin like Nosferatu when I heard y'all mention FMA. <laughs> 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 she just heard like, oh. <laughs> I bet you she like pushed like people, her partner out of the way, but like they talk about FMA, get out of my face. <laughs> uh, so, um, okay. So I will say. I will agree with Darcy and Courtney. I did have an alternative opinion. However, the fact that you have given the first couple of episodes a try, uh, while some of the foundational stuff I still want you to check out, I think now that you have like a little bit of the foundation and then watch all of FMA Brotherhood, it, you probably would enjoy it re-watching, uh, going back and watching the old series mm-hmm. uh, and then like watching it that way. Because like... FMA Brotherhood, I agree with you, uh, Darcy. Well, it's the story how it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And also, it has a lot more metaphysical aspects to it than I think that the first series the first, the first series did. I think the first series was a little bit more technical and stereotypical anime style, 
which is what the writer wasn't trying to do, which is why uh-huh. the series, like, they diverged at a certain point. Um, mm. Just so you know, Tactics, uh, the first uh, the first series of FMA, up, up until about uh, episode 25, was when they were following the the manga almost mm. entirely accurately. And then after that, it just like did its own thing. The first 12 episodes of FMA Brotherhood are basically recapping all of that. So technically speaking, the first 12 episodes are, they potentially could feel rushed for you Uh because they're just recapping what was done over like several long episodes. Got you. Okay. So like if you felt that like, I mean, like I would have spent more time doing that or I would have spent more time with this. They did. It's just that, like, I think it would probably mean more to you currently to go back and watch the first series after you watch Brotherhood. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just knowing tactics, he's not going to invest. Unless he, like, loves it so much, he just wants more depth. More than likely, he's just going to be like, I'm watching one. So that's why it's like, <laughs> just do Brotherhood. And the fact that you've already done the first couple of episodes, that's the only thing I would ever suggest is, like, watch the first couple of episodes until after they have done the transmutation with their mother just because yeah. the emotional weight of that was was heavier because as, as mm-hmm. umar is saying like they, they they had those first 25 episodes and this one they're rushing it into 12 so like unless you really just want to see more of the first 12 flushed out but after that that when they started diverging like where the story ends i was just like i literally was lost whereas with brotherhood it was all very clear and to me I... that that's a big difference in terms of the the aftertaste of the show I would just mm. like I would say the movie was a bad aftertaste, but the actual like th- like the first series I loved the first series, and then I watched the 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 like the Brotherhood. And I was like, wow, Brotherhood was better, absolutely was better. But that doesn't mean that the first series wasn't excellent. I I, I agree. I liked the first series and I watched them in that order, so I did enjoy it. But I was confused when they started getting into like how everything like the behind. The scenes of how everything worked i got more confused and i've watched brotherhood now twice all the way through and i've just felt each time that i'm like yeah this is just a clear more concise way of uh, of what they're doing with it and so i enjoyed that more okay uh, actually could you post up courtney's most recent uh comment because like that leads into what i was about to say so courtney said i want you to watch the original fma just for the discussion of certain dot 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 choices they made maybe you could watch highlights of the original after watching brotherhood so i think because like darcy you made the point of if he's going to choose one choose brotherhood i completely agree but tactics has watched avatar the last airbender and then like and that's with me begging him to do it and then independently he watched avatar legend of korra by himself which caught me by surprise so therefore i don't i think after watching brotherhood T like the first series do, it defers to such a degree that it almost does feel like a completely different series. So mm. I think I think you wouldn't find it a detriment to watch that series after watching Brotherhood. And you actually may want to because you probably want more. Yeah, that's possible. It's very yeah, possible. Okay, well, hopefully, well, A, we're very glad that you finally caught up with uh, Demon Slayer. Uh, we're going to have to go through the whole thing again uh, once My Hero Academia Season 6 comes out. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And then, oh uh, yeah, but... like six months delayed. <laughs> 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 so, so Taggies, how was it in two thousand? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, hopefully, hopefully we can do another touch base with tactics regarding FMA. Because if not, Courtney's gonna like she, she's gonna die over here. So like, you, you do it for the fans, man. Do it for the fans. Yeah, episode two fifty. Got him. Just just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it. For, uh, that's it from our agenda, guys. All right. Well, uh, this has been another edition of the Geeky Bros podcast. I am your boy Tactics. We want to thank you so much for tuning in once again or listening on Spotify or wherever, whether it's on iTunes. I don't know if we're on iTunes, are we? Probably not. But we are on Spotify, so you guys can check check us out there. But in the meantime, we will see you guys next Friday, as always, same time. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy here. And this is Big Geek Kumar. Live long and prosper, y'all. Please like and subscribe. And also, thank you for watching. And check out the descriptions for our timestamps. Beautifully said. Now smile. Yeah, there it is. There it is.